0: Do you listen to all the experts on podcasts and think, no wonder they're experts. They're awesome. They're smart. They're... Stop right there. You're awesome. You have a story to tell. And there really is no one like you. Fellow normal humans, Dahlia Ramahi and Jordan Dreyer, share what they've learned in hopes of inspiring you to find your unique voice. This is the Blooming Voices Podcast. Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. Now let's get to it.
1: Hi guys, welcome to the Blooming Voices Podcast. I'm Jordan Dreher.
0: And I'm Dahlia Ramahi, and we are so excited to have you join us today. Today we have a very special episode. We're going to be talking about RAS,
1: the reticular activation system. RAS. This is something everybody has, and you've probably witnessed this in, like, have you ever learned a new word, and then suddenly it's like you're seeing that word everywhere?
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yep. There's one simple except explanation of what is this system.
0: Yep. The RAS is a part of the brain. And it's like a little, a literal physical part of the brain. And it is used to filter out all that unnecessary information that you take in. All the stimulus. We take in so many forms of stimulus every day. So much information that... Our brain can't possibly, like, we wouldn't be able to function if we just allowed the sheer amount of info that we get into our brain to try to be processed. So what, This
1: is also, yeah, it's also, like, why you stop smelling, you become smell blind, or whatever they call it, like, because your, your brain doesn't need to process that anymore.
0: It becomes like, automatic. There are certain things yeah. that become automatic. and And, by the way, this goes for our thinking, and this is where we're going with this, is that... The RAS is also used to help us with our thought processes and filter Mm -hmm. our thoughts out. And uh, the point of the RAS is to filter out anything unnecessary, anything that is not relevant to your reality as it currently exists. And that means all the good things, all the bad things. It's literally a filter mechanism. It's a bundle of nerves in the brainstem. Mm -hmm. And it's used so that, oh, when, when information comes through, all your different senses oh we need to process this and filter it through oh we can just push that aside we don't need this information it's Uh why people sometimes also say selective hearing or why you can uh, focus on some things and the best way to explain this is like what they all say on the internet which I'm sure you've seen and experienced yourself You're interested in buying a car, experiencing something new, whatever it is. You want a Jeep Wrangler and the color or you want a red car. Uh And then all of a sudden you're driving and all you see are red cars or all you see are Jeep Wranglers. It's because your brain, now you have told like your brain understands that this is important information. Uh So whenever it sees anything relevant to that information, it's going to filter it through to your conscious mind. So you're going to see it and process it. If you're interested in silver cars or whatever, then that's what you would see, or if you say, "I absolutely hate red cars," guess what you're also going to see red cars mm-hmm. because now you're so focused on it because it's something that you hate. So my point is it's not a good thing, a bad thing, it's just a neutral thing. We're the ones that assign emotions to it, but even if like you know so you know how they always say. Stop saying, don't focus on the things that you don't want.
1: Yeah. as <laughs> ironic
0: because that's like, stop focusing on the things you don't want. Because when you focus on the things you don't want, you're also bringing them to you through the reticular activation system, the RAS. That's how yeah. powerful it is.
1: Yeah, this, I'm on, uh, looking at a website, lifeexchangesolutions.com, but it says the reticular activating system is there to keep you alive and sane. And it mm-hmm. does that by trying to automate your behavior as much as possible. Yep. So this Is something that like this keeps you in your comfort zone because it's easy. It's like okay, I learned the new thing. I learned how to drive a car. Now, now it's easy to drive a car, and it's nothing new. And um, this is what you're comfortable with. But so, So, or like the the red car thing too. It's like oh, I got to look out for red cars. There's something special about red cars. And then this is all you see, and it's all your brain pays attention to because it's like okay, red cars. That's what we got to pay attention to, and. Like it doesn't. Yes. It it makes you kind of blind and, yeah, like automated against noticing other things.
0: Well, so like for example, and this goes to our thought processes, right? We are what we believe we are, mm-hmm. not what we say we are, not what other people say we are. We're none of those things. We're only what we believe we are. So your reality is literally being constructed every day based on what you believe. About yourself, about your environment, about the people around you, and your RAS will be used to show you evidence of that. Your RAS is there to support you in living and surviving. And so if, for example, now we're going to get into more of the uh, emotional and profe- per- personal like development stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And the spiritual <laughs> stuff. For example, if you believe truly that people are, are there to use you and out to hurt you and that nobody can be trusted then your RAS will filter into your life experience only those people that show you evidence of that. The people that hurt you, the people that uh, are are not to be trusted, the people that will cheat you, that will uh, be mean to you. Because that is what your core belief is. You have a belief that that is what... So your RAS is showing you evidence of that. Because apparently you think that that is important to your survival. Whether you realize it or not, that's what limiting beliefs are. Your limiting belief is is there to help you survive. Mm-hmm. Now, not, limiting beliefs are there to protect us from experiencing whatever trauma or experience yeah. that we didn't like at some point in the past. And so we develop these subconscious beliefs. And these subconscious beliefs drive what we consciously think. So your RAS is constantly filtering through information about your life experience based on those subconscious beliefs. Or it
1: prevents you from really... F- like Here's another example it says if you if you believe i don't like to exercise and you you really believe that because some people will be like oh i can't be an electrician or or whatever they'll just say that kind of thing it's like so i don't like to exercise mm-hmm. then you're going to have a hard time like finding an exercise routine and even if you have any successes in one you'll be like eh, it was nothing or like oh it's nothing big because i don't like to exercise like may- maybe you actually walked 10 miles or something and other people will be like wow good job and you'd be like yeah, I just had to, or I just had to walk, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't like exercise. It, it, it will keep you down, like because you believe well, that's all, this but that's about Exactly, that's the yeah. limiting
0: beliefs. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect because if you say I can't, then you can't. You either can or you can't you choose and that's just the simple reality you either can do something or you can't do something mm-hmm. now you can try to do something and fail at it and improve absolutely you can also do that but that deep down belief like when my niece is all, when my niece um or my nephew say oh i can't do this i'm gonna suck at it i don't I'm like then okay then that's true i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pretend because i can't change i always remind them Nobody can change what you believe about yourself. Only you can change what you believe about yourself. You're the one that decides your own thoughts. I know. I would Nobody tell that to my kids, too. program control. Nobody's putting a remote control. There's no remote control to your brain saying, oh, I want Jordan to think this thought today. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for your thoughts. Now, that said, we got to cut ourselves some slack and grace and know that our life experiences are a big part in shaping what we believe about ourselves. So you got to do your shadow work. You got to dig deep and really confront your limiting beliefs beliefs what so for example if you say I can't do this why is it you can't do this what is really driving it is it fear of success is it fear of failure is it fear of not being uh, validated by other people for you trying do you know what I mean yeah So those, even, those are the core beliefs you got to get to
1: yeah because even believing like like I'm afraid of people's anger so like I feel that I'm moving past this but this is so this is where I was I mean okay I'm just gonna say like I am afraid of people's anger. And so I think this, this affects me by keeping me out of situations where anybody like it prevents me from speaking sometimes where I'm like, if I say this, like it might sound no at all. Or, or if I say this, this person might get mad at me and I'm not going to offer my opinion. And so like that is a limiting belief in a, in its own way. Like and I so I keep finding situations like, you know, finding with quotation marks. To validate that, Absolutely. Yeah, to validate yeah. that. Where, because I'm afraid of people's anger, that means I'm going to encounter so many situations where p- people are going to get mad at me. Yeah. And so I need to... I'm working on it, yeah. But, I mean, it's going to be a while. And like
0: you said, it keeps us in our comfort zone. It's comfortable for you to have these thoughts because you've lived with them for so long. Yeah. This is part of who you are. To challenge ourselves, I think, is the biggest act of service you can do for yourself. To challenge your thoughts, to question your own beliefs. And I'm not talking about, like, if you want to question your religious beliefs, go ahead. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about your beliefs about yourself, Mm -hmm. about why you're living the life that you are if you don't like it and why it's manifesting in the way that it is and what you can do to change it right now. And here's what I would do. Because, like I told you, I worked with Tasha Chen, and she's this amazing money mindset coach. And I wanted to change my beliefs around money. Like, for better or worse, Mm -hmm. we all have certain money beliefs. And some are taught that money is evil. It's the root of all evil, literally. Some are taught that, you know... Uh, Capitalism is the greatest system And you have the right to make money No matter what Even if it means hurting anyone to get there Like money is everything right Whatever Who cares That's not my point My point is we all have our own Individual beliefs around money Mm -hmm. So I had to sit and dig deep What is my real beliefs Like what is driving my money beliefs Why do I I always have just enough Never more Do you know what I mean Or what is going on So I I dug deep, I journaled. I wrote out my feelings about money, what my real beliefs were, and I was I even surprised myself. So I think journaling is a great exercise to do that. I journaled about how money made me feel. And almost everything I wrote about money was negative. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, so I have a lot of Uh, deeply held negative beliefs about money, but it's not the money that's the belief. It's about myself, that I wasn't worthy, that I I didn't deserve success, that I didn't deserve to um, earn or receive success on my own, that it had to somehow been given to me or that I needed permission to go. Like, I had all these limiting beliefs about myself, and it was so powerful. So for every belief that I had, I wrote a positive belief to counter it. So if, for example, I wrote, I'm not worthy... I wrote, I am worthy of being seen, heard, and acknowledged. I am, I deserve success in my own right. I deserve to earn money. I deserve to be have financial, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So whatever negative belief I had, I, I made a positive one in opposition to it. And I would repeat them. And then I would set my intentions for the day and look for evidence of my intentions. Like, for example, I'll give you something simple. I'm going to receive money today. Like, mm-hmm. I would say that. I'm, get, I'm, I'm so grateful I received unexpected money today. And I look down at some point in my day, and I see a penny. <laughs> I don't toss that aside. I'd be like, oh, my God, that's evidence of my new belief. That, that's evidence right here. Yeah. You know, it might not be the amount that you, were, you say, maybe you say $1,000. Who cares? Even if it's a penny or a dollar, that is evidence that something is coming to you. So you start rewiring your brain, looking for evidence of all the things that you want.
1: Yeah. Instead
0: of so that's how we start to challenge the RAS in terms of seeing what it already sees by trying to reprogram it and see and forcing ourselves to see evidence of what we want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: I know I love so, that. Ugh, so so yeah, it, it it does take these little things too, little little things to rewire the brain. Like just the same as like cuz I don't know, wanting a red car, the first thing is imagining you having one and so that means like you haven't you seeing all these red cars cuz mm-hmm. like that's the, the biggest step will be buying the car but wanting it that's an easy step.
0: Yeah, you know that expression seeing is believing? Mm-hmm. Absolutely false. Believing is seeing. You got to believe it first and when you believe it you see it. Whether you want to whether you want to see it or not, you believe first and then you see it. If it's something you don't like, then challenge your beliefs around it.
1: Oh, you could use that for so many things. Like if you believe people are good, then yeah, you're going to see Absolutely. It's about everything. People doing good things. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could make that work towards everything. And that's exactly what
0: that's about. And that's where the RAS is such a powerful part of our brain because whatever you believe, you see. And that's why no two people's life experiences could ever parallel each other or be the same. And it's why, for example, I was reading how they did a study and people were describing foods that, you know, we for example we classify words generically to mean something that we can all understand like sweet salty Mm -hmm. sour but your salty tastes different from my salty your sweet tastes different from my sweet we do not have the same understanding of what sweet actually means because our brain processes it differently that's what's so incredible but we have these common words to kind of be like oh like an agreed upon communal thing oh we both agree this is sweet But how you perceive sweet is gonna be different than how I perceive sweet. Isn't that incredible?
1: Yeah, like one person may be very, very sweet. That's their normal sweet. Yeah. (laughs) And and so when they they're like, it's not sweet, and you'll be like, yeah, it's sweet. Like, it's exactly in the same.
0: So like, just to give you an example, how when you say walk a mile in someone else's shoes, Mm -hmm. you will never be able to. But what you can do is listen to them compassionately. Mm -hmm. and understand that you have your own experiences that may somehow, you know, uh, relate to them or that we all have have the same feelings even though we express them differently. And so we can build our compassion, our tolerance, and our acceptance for other people in our society and grow our love, not just for them, but for ourselves. Do you get what I'm saying? And when you decide to do that, you are reprogramming your RAS. You are challenging all those limiting beliefs, but you got to do the work to do it.
1: Yeah, just, it's very, like, I would say, you have to be disciplined, of course. Yeah, disciplined. It's very disciplined work. Because to be yeah. like, okay, every day, um, day, I'm trying to get over, well, like, to go back to the anger thing, well, it's like, people will get angry. And that's because of them, not me. And so it's like, I got to, you know, keep writing. and dur- Actually, one thing I, I've thought about, I'm working with a hypnotherapist right now. Ooh, and nice. And he mentioned... I don't know, like, but I like the idea of this. So, in, when journaling, like the th- <clears throat> the things you want to happen, if you know cursive, write them in cursive, and like, because he says this will go into the subconscious better. And the, if you print, that won't go into the subconscious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know why that would be the thing, but like, I, saying, I like that idea. They're saying because there's a connection
0: between your brain, your coordination of hand, and then seeing it on paper it just somehow registers better than if you were just to type it because typing is also an automatic no, thing. No, I mean
1: printing, handwriting printing. That, that's why. Oh, that, I thought so, you also
0: meant like when they say also printing, like typing out or whatever no. because there's something connecting about, oh, because the words connect, the letters connect. But I don't yeah. think it's necessarily just cursive because when I write, I don't necessarily write in cursive.
1: Yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like like some people don't write in cursive, but so that was his Tip and so for me, I like. I mean, that's
0: interesting. I'm gonna try writing in cursive. See, that's something new for me, so I would try seeing if there's a difference. Oh, because
1: I love writing cursive. And the other thing he mentioned was something powerful about the letter T, and that the higher the stem is and where the cross is, like that's more self confidence if you put the cross a little bit higher up. And so, because most of mine were in the middle, and I was that's just how I learned how to write, but so this maybe it's a um placebo but like even if even there's studies that show even if you know a thing is a placebo you you improve anyway or people that know the because thing it's was all a about placebo the mind. yeah it's yep. about that so i'm going to make my t cross higher i mean i'm working on that now and sometimes if i'm not thinking about it i i go back to my middle middle area of cross but exactly. it's it's good
0: <clears throat> but and and here's the thing Sometimes you take the action, and you know, in another episode, we talked about faking it till you make it, which I don't believe in at all, okay? But sometimes you take the action before you're ready, before you believe you're ready. And so when you start to take the action, your belief in yourself also grows. It's not faking it till you're making it, it's just because you already have that part of you in you. Um, you're just, it's like a baby. A baby doesn't start walking when they're no. ready. No. They start when they're able to stand and they start wobbling around until, and they fall a lot. And then one day they just get it. They're not faking it till they're making it, That's they're so stumbling true. their way through it. And so if you want to achieve something in your life, it's okay to stumble your way through it. But inaction, with inaction, you will never know.
1: You will yeah, never get there that if you don't me, do anything. I was in some class, like a, a Torah study class, one time, and I can't remember what passage this was, but basically it said "do and learn." And so we talked about that, like why is "do" first and why is "learn" second? And we spent like an hour just talking about that. And it's like just like that, what you just said. The baby just does, like you do, yeah. and in the doing you learn, and then you learn how to do it better, and you keep doing it. And yeah, and then so, in a yeah. world
0: of and 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 to take it even further. For your own personal development, you can do-be-have or be-do-have. A be-do-have approach will get you closer to where you want to ha- be uh, to what you want than a do-be-have approach. A do-be-have a- approach is the fake-it-till-you-make-it approach, where you're doing it and hoping that somehow you'll be it. But that's not what we want. You already believe. You want that belief. You are holding on to it, so you're already introduced it into your mind. Mm. Right. So you are trying to embody it. You are being it. And in the process of being it, you are doing it. And that is how you will have it. But if you try to do it without believing at all, like, you know, oh, I'm gonna be a rock star. Yeah. And you just start singing. You don't have the belief that, like, you like. You don't really want it. You don't really believe it, you know. And so you try to fake it till you make it. You're gonna set yourself back because it's gonna take a lot longer. We are what we believe. Yeah, that's Simple just as like that. how
1: everybody is like, take that aspiring out of your "I'm an aspiring actor" yeah. thing. Like, just say I'm an actor. You're either and an actor or you ain't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're never like an aspiring chef yeah. or or anything like that. You're not an aspiring professional.
0: People do not pay people to be an aspiring professional. You either are a professional or you aren't.
1: Yeah, and you're, so you remember can, that, you can guys. always you'll you'll always be a develop even when you're the pro of 35 years, you're still developing, so you'll always be yeah. a developing professional. But you notice
0: pros never call themselves aspiring. They never sell, they never say I'm a developing professional. Uh-huh. They call themselves a professional because for example, I am a professional voice actress. I would never call myself a developing professional voice actress or an aspiring professional voice actress. I already put my training in. I already believe in myself as a voice actress. And I put myself out there, get gigs... And when I start getting paid for those gigs, I am a professional voice actress. I have a professional setup. I'm doing all the things that I need to do. Do you know what I'm saying? And in the process, I am developing and growing and learning. That never ends. So your labels about yourself are so important, but so is your belief. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't stress that enough. I will say that over and over again. Your belief, it determines the quality and the perceptions that you experience in your reality. Nothing else. Yeah oh and before we go i just wanted to say um as someone who's experiencing i'm experiencing chronic pain um with my condition mm-hmm. and so i have some good days and i have a lot of bad days here's the thing we i we already mentioned this uh previously in another episode so i won't go into it too much detail but the ras can be used to um help you with things like pain pain management pain pain perception So like I used the example the other day, there was a day where my pain level was like a 12 out of 10. Mm. And my body was shaking from the pain. You know, the medicines didn't work, the exercises, nothing, nothing worked, right? Um, and and so my nerves were literally like on fire Ugh. and I couldn't do anything, I couldn't even sleep. And my, the only thing my body could do was cry. because And it wasn't like I was crying because I was sad or I was pitying myself, it was a little physical reaction to yeah. the pain that I was experiencing, just tears, because that was an outlet, okay? <laughs> and so I took deep breaths, I calmed myself down just enough to be able to pick up my phone and be like, okay, you know what? Nothing is working. So I just happened to get on social media and, and you know, this is where I think, like, you know, also fate, destiny, universe, God, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. the powers that be come in to be like, she's doing her part. She's trying. Mm-hmm. Let's help her out. The first thing I see is a puppy video and I love dogs. <laughs> and so that puppy video, after I watched it, scroll to another and another and another, you know, watching reels yeah. on TikTok and Instagram. And so that Gave me the serotonin boost that I needed to relax my brain Aww. to relax my body and to calm me down to the point where I eventually just fell asleep and woke up feeling amazing Aww. because I was not focused on the pain I was just focused on what I can do and I focused on my my um, health as it it 's going to be not as it was. do you know what i 'm saying so th- th- that 's like when you when you go ahead and read about the RAS like learn how to use it guys you can oh there's so many amazing things you'll be able to do with your life when you just start to reprogram those thoughts and see evidence of it it's so powerful I love this subject okay guys I'm done I'm done, I'm done. I just love it so
1: much <laughs> yeah just that's such a good thing to end on focusing on yeah. what you can do and what yeah. can you do you can change your thoughts and yep or like I mean I could just in going back to acting like it's a long road you can't force agents to hire you or I mean not yeah. hire you but take you on and but like what you can do is email the agents. You can make videos for YouTube. You can do yep. TikToks, whatever. And, and believe in your
0: success. Believe in your ability. You might not you might not be now in your current circumstances, yeah. but you believe it enough that at some point it will be there for you. And so you hold on to that feeling of what it feels like to make it, what it feels like for you and hold it into your body and that will create the momentum for you to start seeing evidence of it. It's such a wonderful yeah. process.
1: It's it's beautiful. Oh, so right. So yes, go change <laughs> your own life. Be your own knight in charming, shining armor yeah. and or whatever, like the princess who rescues herself, that kind of thing. You can do it.
0: Yeah. And you know, there's so many beautiful things. My my quick takeaway here is everything that I just said, so go back and hear it. Yeah. <laughs> but also just that At the end of the day, you know, we can have really crappy circumstances, heartbreaking circumstances. It's not your fault, but what you can do is train yourself to see it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And that is the choice we're talking about, is how you choose to perceive the circumstances that you're put in or that you're given. And there's always a, a, a little ray of light, something that can penetrate deep within you if you want it You know, so I love you guys. That's all.
1: Yes. All right. So you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at bloomingvoicespodcast at gmail dot com. Or you can visit our website at Bloomingvoices.com. Yes, and if
0: you just want to chat with us more about this subject because you're fascinated with it, just feel free to contact us. I'd be happy to chat with you for sure.
1: Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. We look forward to your comments and likes and everything and sharing and subscribing. So Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye, guys.
0: That's our show. Didn't get enough of the twins? Go to
1: bloomingvoices.com for more information and let us know what you thought of the episode. Twitter, Instagram, email, we've got the works. We'll see you next Wednesday.